Hi, everyone. It is March 8th, 2020. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Robert Bruton. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show, and I apologize for my tardiness in doing a new uh, show. I have actually been sick with bronchitis, and uh, it's taken a little while to get through this, so I've been coughing and going through quite a bit, and finally I think we're to a point where today I said, you know, I think I'm going to try to do a show. I haven't done one in a while and see if I can get through without coughing my ear off. And uh, you're going, oh, gee, thanks, dude, for coughing in my ear. So <laughs> hopefully I won't, but I do have a little bit of a scratchy throat. So uh, just bear with me a little bit through that. And uh, I really kind of had a little mishmash of things that uh, that I was going to kind of talk about today and and uh, uh, I've you know got a lot of changes going on in my own life and uh, I really you know it's amazing to me um, you know I, you, you kind of rock along and you're doing things and for me I've been uh, putting up a lot of good content a lot of uh, Christian content a lot of Christian life content you know we talk about uh uh, just our, you know, having a spiritual uh, life and a spiritual filled life. And it's amazing, you know, you, it, it, well, I won't say it's amazing. It just sometimes the enemy can throw a barrage of uh, bombs at you, if you will, you know. And, and I've been kind of going through that. And it's, uh, it's been hard. You you live through every single solitary, uh, un, uh, well, things in your life that you just, you're sorry about, sad about, uh, anything that you've done wrong. It just all comes to light. And you're just like, you know, who are you? Who are you to do anything? Who are you to write? Who are you to talk to people? Who are you to give seminars? Who are you to do anything uh, because you've had this, you know, uh, tainted and wretched life, you know, in some respects. I can't say that, you know, there's been times in my life or seasons of my life where, you know, I'm not very proud of the things that were, that I did or the lifestyle choices that I made, you know, uh, drugs, alcohol, that stuff played a major part of my life in my 20s. And you guys have known that of late I've been really uh, writing about that a lot. Uh, I put that in uh, several blog posts. Um, you know, I wrote a blog post, you know, what addiction promises. And, uh, and I've also done a podcast on what addiction promises. And it, it's, you know, back in my 20s, uh, it, it certainly promised a lifetime of regret. Uh, on many, many levels for many, many different things. And, uh, you know, you just, you have to learn to forgive yourself. And sometimes uh, that's a hard thing to do. And sometimes it's, uh, sometimes we don't want to forgive ourselves. And, and we need to, you know. If you're not the same person today that you were 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, a year ago. Uh, you know, some of the, the more eventful things in my life were 
damn, you know, 20 and 25, 30 years ago, you know. So I have tried to uh, do some better in my life, you know. That doesn't really sound grammatically correct. But, you know, I've tried to, to be a better person, be a better human being as much as as uh, I allow myself to do that, <laughs> you know, because sometimes we, we fall back into sin. Sometimes we fall back into old habits or old paradigms or old thought processes, you know, and uh, and it really, it, it sucks, you know, because it, it takes, it, 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 you just, you try to get through all this stuff and, and, and the enemy just throws at at you, you know, over and over and over again, uh, you're not, you know, you're, you're a piece of junk. You're a piece of crap. You're, you know, you don't deserve anything. You deserve the misery that you have. Um, the people in your life are better off without you. So you stay away, you know, and, and I did that for, I can't tell you how many years, you know, where I just, I just had convinced myself that, that it, people were better off, uh, without me. And subsequently, uh, as you get through that old uh, crap and you start really trying to change your life and then you realize, wow, uh, what a waste. So that's what I'm hoping to get across to some of you today is don't waste your life thinking that your life doesn't matter to people because it does. And that you're not a part of someone's life because your life's a total mess. No, you don't need to bring drama to people's homes. You don't need to bring drama to your family's life. Uh, but if you are trying to change, then you need to bring you, the real you, to your family's life. If you can do that and you haven't burned the bridge so bad that they will actually accept you back, and I have, I will be the first to admit, I have some, some, uh, uh, some folks in my life, some family in my life that, that, you know, during my earlier years, yep, I didn't burn the bridge, I nuked, I nuked it behind me. And uh, so, you know, you, you become remorseful, you become sorry for, for that situation, you realize that, uh, uh, you know, people can do things that hurt folks deep enough that, you know, it's hard for them to forgive. And you have to just know and understand that as hard as it is, because I would give anything to have a relationship with uh, uh, members of my family that I don't, that, that today, you know, all I can say and have said to them is, you know, I'm not the same person I was uh, when you first knew me <laughs> or when you were first in my life. And I'm not that same person. And, and thank God for that. And, uh, you know, hopefully that someday those messes will clean up, you know. And if they don't, then all I can do is... You know, the best that I can do in order for God to see that, you know, uh, he knows that I'm remorseful. He knows that it bothers me. He knows that uh, uh, that I'm not the same person that I was back in uh, my earlier years, especially. And, uh, you know, I just I I I want out of that uh, 
out of that mindset where, you know, I just don't feel worthy of anything, you know, and it, and it's, it's hard. So, uh, the best that I can put forward today is that I'm not that person anymore. You know, I'm not that same guy anymore. And, uh, and for that, I'm truly grateful, you know, even though the wreckage of the past, uh, still can't be cleaned up. So, well, I say it's still, most of it has, some of it hasn't, you know, and, uh, as it lingers on, uh, you know, uh, time heals all wounds. We'll see. So, you know, that's, that's a, something that I, it, it weighs on me, uh, a lot because of the attacks that I feel like, because I do so much, I'm trying to change so many aspects of my life that, you know, and, and I've had people tell me and pastors tell me that, you know, it's, when, you know, the enemy's about to lose you to the other side. You know, when the, when you're, when the attacks come, and believe me, the last few weeks, the attacks on, on my, on, in my head have been, uh, have been over, overwhelming on days. You know, where I just, I almost just can't, I, I just feel like some days I can't even function. You know, I have to function. You know, but the enemy is trying to keep me from functioning, and I, I work through it, and 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 you know, it, I want to say this because it, it, for those of you, because there are many days where I feel like God's just not listening to me. You know, I told my sister the other night we were coming back home from church, and I, I, I was telling her how I just, I couldn't, I couldn't concentrate. You know. And, and I finally just got to a point where I was saying, and this is wrong, so I want, I want you, I don't want anyone to feel like this, but it got me to a point where I just said, you know, I get it, God. I've pissed you off so much that I understand. I just need to be down here in the misery. I need to, to embrace my misery, and I need to say, you're not part of my life because, you, you, you know, you've turned your back on me. And that's what the enemy has put in my head. God wants me to, you know, there's, there's so many places in the Bible that tell you, you know, God's promises. And, and if you read Proverbs and some Psalms, you know, it's, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I told you guys I might cough once or twice. <coughs> excuse me. Anyway, the, uh, it, it, it's been, uh, even now I'm, I'm having, trouble finding the words that I want to say because this has been such a struggle for me over the last two or three weeks. Not only have I been sick, but I've also gone through this barrage of stuff that's just made it where, you know, it, I've, I, there's just a lot of aspects of my life that I'm like, oh my gosh, I want this to change. I want this to change. I want this to change. And it's not changing. Um, on my time, and I have to remember that it's not my time, it's God's time, and I need to allow, see, and, and I've written about this, and I need to remember this myself, is that, you know, maybe there's some some things that are changing in front of me that have to change and have to occur before I can receive my blessings. So, you know, and you, and, and that's where you're, supposed to, okay, 
find some solace and find some peace and go, okay, I'm going to let God do his thing. And, and when you're ready, I'm, 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 I'm over here. I'm on the sideline. When you're ready to call me in the game, uh, I'm ready to go. And when I mean sideline, I'm still going to do the things I'm going to do. I'm going to write. I'm going to do my podcasting. I'm going to, uh, uh, I'm working on a, a, a new book and I'm researching some new book ideas, um, you know, to see where, where the next part of that, the literary part of my life, where, where is that going? You know, I've got some, uh, uh, we're cranking up our uh, YouTube channel again. Uh, you know, and that's another thing. You know, I, I was sitting here going, you know, I'm really working on my uh, content for my YouTube channel. And I'm going, nobody wants to look at you. you. You know, you're not Brad Pitt. You're not the, and it's not about being Brad Pitt, you know. Is you know, but that's the crap that comes into your head. That's the battlefield, as Nancy, or excuse me, as Joyce Meyer says, the battlefield of the mind. You know, and it really truly becomes a battlefield, and and you have to uh, use the tools uh, that you learn uh, in the Bible and in church and. And from your comrades in in church, you know how to uh, work through all of these uh, difficulties so that you can um, enjoy your life and so that you don't have these uh, difficult moments. And so for me, it's been a tough few weeks. And I have to admit that, uh, well, for example, last week went to church and I was we were hoping that we were going to hear the end of a series that we had been attending uh, our church and and we were going to in anyway they had a guest speaker that came up the day before and then it became about the the service became about almost about church etiquette how to handle you know a difficult situation in the church and I'm like I don't you know, I was like, really? I, you know, and it, I, I kept listening and listening and listening. For, I said, there's, there's a reason I'm here, okay? I was able to break away from something I was doing that's really hard for me to do sometimes. And I, I was excited about going, and then I got there, and I feel like, you know, the wind got let out of my sails because it wasn't the finish to the series that I had hoped for. And... It was about something that I thought was so, I just didn't need it. But then I have to remember that there may be people within my church group of folks that I go to church with, it can't always be about me, you know? And and I get that part because there's probably people who go, oh my God, I wish he'd finished this series and go on to something new. This is boring or this doesn't resonate with me. And, you know, you're not going to get 100% uh, even at church, of what you hope that you need uh, all the time. And sometimes it's going to be where you go, oh, great, you know, that was about as boring as it gets, you know. And you probably have listened to my podcast or you probably have read one of my articles or maybe even one of my books and gone, well, that's a piece of crap. You know, that didn't help me any, you know. So you can't, you have to remember, not only can't you give 100% 
approval rating all the time. You're not going to be able to receive it or give it that 100% approval rating all the time. So you have to be okay with that and learn to be okay with that. And that's sometimes easier said than done. And for me, it's been a struggle. And here's, and here for the, in all of this droning on a little bit that I'm doing, here's what I just kept doing is I kept saying, God has me, God has me, God has me. I'm okay. God has me. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I, you know, I don't feel you. I don't see you in my life. I don't feel you working through my life, God, but I'm holding on. I'm not going to let the enemy win. He's kicking my ass most days, but I'm still saying at the end of the day, God, I love you. God, I love you. God, I love you. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm going to be okay. You know, and uh, so it's, it's been difficult, but you know, when you hold on and I remember this one thing always is in the Bible, it says a mustard seed of faith can move mountains. And sometimes that may be all that we have and all that you have is a mustard seed of faith. You don't see a way. You don't know a way. You know, everything that you're touching keeps turning to garbage. You know, you can't put a, a thought together, you, you know, you're fighting with everybody, um, you know, whatever the circumstance is, you know, and you just don't feel it. And you get to a point where you say, man, this shit doesn't work. <laughs> what the hell am I wasting my time for? You know, my life is my life. Is my life. Well, you can accept your lot in life or you can do something about it and realize that, and, and my mother God bless her, tells me all the time, you know, it took you, what, 20, 30, 35, 40 years to break your life, and you think it's going to change today? A lot of it can change today with just making the decision that it is going to change today. But you're still going to have to work through old paradigms, and things that you're, you're used to doing. You know, your pain becomes your comfort. Your pain becomes the normal. And that's w- w- leading me into the next part of, of this podcast is, is, is we get comfortable in our pain. And some of you are going to go, what? I'm not comfortable in my pain. Yes, you are. If you're miserable most days and you're not a happy, you know, smiley face person and you don't have rainbows uh, uh, coming out of your ears and butterflies flying around your head, then I'm going to say there's probably parts of your life that you've, that pain has become comfortable, you know? And so I ask myself, and I'm going to ask you to ask yourself, several questions. You might want to write these down. Is one, are you, do you feel completely happy where you are? Is, is, and and break that down into, if you're in a relationship, am I completely happy in this relationship? Am I fulfilled? Am I getting what I need? Is my partner getting what they need from me? So that's a big deal. I can tell you from losing a marriage that I 
absolutely positively did not want to lose at the time. Okay. I didn't want the divorce. I didn't, I, you know, I had hoped that we would be able to reconcile some way, find our way back to us. And we didn't. And there was a reason for that. Like everything in this life, God has a plan. His plan is not for you to get a divorce, but if that's where it ends up, then that's where it ends up. Okay. Um, So ask yourself, and you may even want to go ask your partner, you know, your husband or your wife, and you say, you know, am I giving you what you need as far as, you know, my time, my, uh, my involvement into your life? Are, you, are, are your needs being met, you know, that, that are part of our marriage or part of our relationship? You know, are you getting what you need from me? And be brutally honest and don't take it personal. You can't sit there and go, I don't do what? You don't do what? What the hell are you saying? God damn, you know, and make it a fight. Everybody has shortcomings. Get over it. Okay? We don't all, you know, walk out and, uh, uh, and become this perfect being. It, 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 sorry, not going to happen. So, what are you? What are you thinking about? You know, when you do that, you're thinking about yourself. Is when you get pissed off at someone, you're not mad at them for pointing out some, the obvious. You're mad at yourself. So don't so don't puke on somebody because they say something you don't want to hear. And if you don't want to hear it, then don't ask it. But the problem with not asking is you're not going to know it's broken until it's too damn late. And maybe that was my problem with my ex. Is it was broken and it became, you know, according to her, it beca- you know, it was broken bef- well before we got to the point where it was done. And, and so you have to communicate this, and I don't think we communicated well enough, uh, obviously, or we would still be together. But that's his, that's past history. So I, you know, I have to believe in my heart now today. Okay. At the time I didn't, but today is a different story. Today I'm more open to what is the new, what is, what is the next season of my life going to look like? Who is, is, is God, does God have a person for me in my life that's going to uh, fulfill me and I'm going to be able to fulfill them in a way that we can work out the remainder of our lives together? And the same thing goes for my ex. You know, if I, if I wasn't the person she was destined to finish her life with, then God bless her and whomever, as hard as that is to say, to a fulfilled and, and happy life because that's our destinies now. So you have to embrace those. And sometimes it's not easy to embrace something that in hindsight you wish would have made it, but now that you're through it, you're going, well, you know, there was, there was quite a bit of this or that 
that could have been better and yada, yada, yada. You go through it and you just kind of go, okay, let's put that piece of luggage down, leave it, and let's move on and see where we're going. Because if you keep looking towards the past, that's exactly what you're going to get is more of the past. If you're looking forward and out ahead of you, you know, it's like driving down the road. You know, if you're looking in the rearview mirror, you're going, to see, you're going to see everything behind you. If you're looking out the front windscreen, you're going to see all the beautiful things in front of you. Why? Because you're looking up front. You're not looking through the rearview mirror. So ask yourself, are you, are you doing those, are these, those couple of things? Then ask yourself professionally, career-wise, am I doing a job that I have to do or am I doing a job that I want to do? And that was a big epiphany for me was that I have been doing a job that I had to do, not one that I want to do. Therefore, I woke up one day and went, while I was chasing this have-to job with these have-to hours and this have-to whatever, I missed a big chunk of my life. I miss a lot. I, you, you, get, you've, you guys have probably heard this. You're busy trying to make a life that you forget to have a life. <coughs> Excuse me. So don't do that to yourself. And don't think for one minute that, that you're uh, too old to change. How the hell am I going to change? I'm, you know, 40 years old. I'm 50 years old. I'm 60 years old. I'm 70 years old. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of happy people um, say you're never, too, you're never too old to change. And these are old folks. You know, you got a lot of guys that, uh, that make it in their senior years. Got a lot of women that make it in their senior years, you know. Or I'm too young. You can hear that too. So, you know, if you believe, if you're saying that to yourself, then guess what? Uh, you're absolutely right. That's the, uh, that's the thing. Whatever you're, whatever you're speaking into your existence is what your reality is going to become. And we have to be careful. And, and here's, and I, and here's, here's, most of you, I, I would assume, are probably right there with me. Is your head gets filled with negative stuff, and then you're going, "Oh, great! I can't even say anything." No, you you have to put your eye towards. Um, I'm going to be okay. I can do this. I can change. Change can happen for me, you know. And and when you get these negative thoughts, just cancel, cancel, cancel. I don't. I I choose to embrace God. I choose to embrace the the beauty of what the Bible promises me, the beauty of what God promises me, the beauty of what spirituality promises me, that I'm going to keep in my head as much and as often as I can, I'm okay, I'm good. And that's how we get through that part of that function. You know, when you, when you feel like you're doing things that 
you have to do and not things that you want to do. Well, everybody wants to do, you know, I want to be this. I want to be, I want to be a professional football player. I wanted to be this. I wanted to be that. Okay, well, at 50 years old, being a professional football player is probably not in your cards, you know? Well, could you be a coach? Could you coach, maybe not in the NFL, but could you coach college, high school, little league kids? You know? Could you write books about coaching? Could you teach or mentor people about football or baseball or basketball or some other sport that you want to do if age beca- there's always there, there's always a workaround is is it really uh, what I should stop and say you know it may not look exactly the way that you want it to look but it can get really close it can it can be just as fulfilling to do other things that are a part of you know that i would love to to uh compete as a downhill racer in the olympics but that's not really you know something that i could do at this point in my life you know i don't have the the money to train for the time and duration that I would need to train. Plus, my body is probably not able to compete against an 18, 17, 18, 19-year-old kid, you know, at that level of the game. But are there ways or are there things that I could do to get closer to that? Well, sure. And don't think that that's not things that, that I don't think about. It could be in the form of a book. It could be in the form of, you know, being closer to the snow. I mean, you guys know I'm in West Texas. Yeah, we get snow, but there's not a hell of a lot of skiing around here. You know, I, I live in the desert. And, and that's where I am right now. So I have to make the most of where I am now. And that's what I'm doing. And that's why I work on my podcast. That's why I do the things that I do every day in order for me to have fulfillment so I don't feel like I'm doing what I have to do instead of something I want to do. This podcast is absolutely something I want to do. You know? And I've had people tell me, oh, you don't have a radio voice. You don't have this. You don't have that. Well, you don't have to. That's the beauty of a podcast. And what the hell is a radio voice anyway? You know? Nobody sounds like a radio voice anymore. Everybody sounds like themselves. You know, Howard Stern's early years, he certainly doesn't sound like he sounded when he first started as he sounds today. He sounds like himself. He talks like himself. Maybe for some of you that's a bad analogy, but, you know, uh, look at, at any broadcaster. When they first started out, they sounded differently than they do today. And as you mature into broadcasting, you know, people just lose themselves in your message instead of going, well, he doesn't sound like, you know, someone tell me, you don't sound like um, you should be on uh, the radio. And I said, well, first of all, I'm not on the radio. Second of all, if it doesn't resonate with you, move on. You know, it's not going to hurt my feelings. I mean, like I said earlier in this podcast, you don't get a hundred percent approval rating a hundred percent of the time. Give or get, 
So there you have it. So that second question of what, you know, am I fulfilled in, in this part of, of my life? Then, you know, ask yourself and then start making adjustments and changes and don't worry about what people say. Because once you start worrying about what people say, then guess what? It's not going to work because you're going to just talk yourself out of it. And that's the enemy. And I, it, it, it's I, I, sorry for, for kind of stammering here. The, um, it's hard when you're under attack. And I know this from this past couple weeks, it's hard to find your way back. And all I can tell you is that I'm finding my way back and you can too. Because if bloody hell, if I can do it, you know, they said all that, shit, if I can do it, you can too. You know, nobody, and I have to remember this myself, you're not so special that your misery is above someone else's. You know, we, uh, it's, I, I hear, I hear business leaders and this just pisses me off worse than anything is I hear people, well, I got a, you know, y'all don't have, y'all don't have half the stress I do. I got a million dollars, uh, loan that I have to worry about. There is, if I can't pay my bills, if I can't pay my credit cards, if I can't pay my, my car payment, if I can't pay my loans, if I can't pay those things, if I can't pay my rent, if I can't pay those things, you think the dollar amount really effing matters? No. Stress is stress, my friend. I don't give a shit how... how how insignificant you think it is because my debt might as well be a million dollars versus someone who's telling me, oh, you're shit. You don't have nothing to worry about. I just, I got, I'm on the hook for millions of dollars. Well, I'm on the hook for tens of thousands of dollars. And it's the same stress. And I think anybody reasonably would say, you know, that... Financial stress is financial stress. You know, it doesn't make a tinker's dam one way or the other what, how, what the dollar amount is. If, if you owe money, buddy, it, it, it hurts either way. So that's my, uh, uh, that's my two cents on that. And, and as far as like leadership skills, I think if you're telling your, your people that, uh, you know, when someone's about to lose their home or about to lose their car, you don't think that their stress would be the same as if you're about to lose your floor plan or if you're about to uh, lose your working capital. Being on the street is a big damn deal. Losing your job is a big damn deal. So the level of stress, I don't think you can sit here and say, you know, that one is greater than the other. Stress is stress. So, you know, work through it. Hang on to what you can. If you don't see a way, just keep saying, God has me, God has me, God has me. There are days when my jaws hurt because I've said that so many times. My brain is fried because I've said it so many times. 
and I just have to hold on. You know, there's not any big changes that I see coming right now. You know, there's some stuff going on business-wise that has picked up, you know, and things like that. But, you know, you and here's the other thing, listening to the news, you know, it's all doom and gloom. So it becomes appropriate to what are you going to take into your life? So that becomes the next part of this. <coughs> Excuse me again. Sorry, guys. At least I'm, I feel like I'm getting through this pretty well. All right. So, you know, is take an inventory of what's good in your life and what's bad in your life. You know, and even get down to the fact that you got shoes to put on. You got gas in your car to get to work. Um, you got clean clothes. Your kids may have clean clothes. You know, you may be not eating filet mignon, but you're eating, you know, and the bad things. And when I say the bad things is, you know, it's like debt <coughs> and things like that. I've written about what debt promises you as well. And before you go out and think that retail therapy is an answer, at 30 days from now, retail therapy uh, becomes real because guess what? You got your credit card bill. So um, you have to uh, take an inventory of what you're doing, good and bad. If you're spending money, and you're using your credit cards, then that's a bad thing, okay? Um, if it's what you have to do to live right now, then I understand. But if you're doing it just to buy clothes or you're making good money and you're going out partying and spending money and not putting any money back away, uh, you know, look at the good and the bad of what you're doing. But here's the thing. This is not a test ever. Nothing I ask you to do or nothing that I say or suggest to you that you do is, is any form of a pass or fail test. This is something where you have to really examine, open up your heart to yourself and say, am I doing what I need to be doing? <coughs> so, you know, it's, um, I've done this on several occasions and uh, sometimes it's not very pretty uh, to look at. But it's also cleansing to see what I can and what I do have control over in making those adjustments so that I can rule these uh, bad paradigms out of my life and, 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 and work on new things and new thoughts and new processes in my life. And if those of you that know and have read my book, Organize Your Life, um, the biggest thing that people don't do um, is they don't organize themselves for success. You may say you're organized. And most people that tell me that, and then we chronicle their day, it's filled with activity, not productivity. And so these are things that you have to look at as we make these adjustments in our life and as we try to figure out why we're in this season like I'm in where nothing is really working, then I have to look at myself and, and what am I doing? So I have, to, I have to take an inventory 
of what's good and bad in my life. And then I have to take an inventory of what I'm doing during the day or take a chronological look at what I'm doing during a day. Am I really doing everything I can to fulfill a productive day and fill it with things that (coughs) will produce a positive result? Chances are a lot of what you're doing is... You know, you get caught in, 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 in your mind and you start wandering off and, oh my God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Instead of working on things that will get you out of that, you're staying in it because your mind is just there and you're just going, oh my God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? So take that inventory and take it very seriously and do it very honestly with yourself and see if that can help you find your way to get back on track. And uh, if you haven't, I, again, sorry, this sounds a little, well, it is self-serving, but it's, if, if you really want to look, look at my book, Organize Your Life, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And I've written about it in the blog. Go in and search my blog. You know, there's, there's all kinds of articles in there about what we can do to really put forth our best effort every day. And when you can do that and you start beginning to feel fulfilled in, in your tasks every day, then, then things will begin to change. You'll start seeing hope. And when you start seeing hope, that's when you start feeling better. Because now you feel like there's a reason to breathe instead of a reason to sit here and go, Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? No, 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 stop. I get there right where with you. You know, I get frustrated. I get angry. You know, some days you're just like, you look up into the heavens, you look up into the sky and you look and you ask God, are you ever going to get in the game? Not the best thing to say to God, but you know, I believe me, I understand the frustration and you get there and you go, really, what the heck, man? And then you just have to say, I'm sorry, I'm losing faith. I'm holding on when I don't feel, see, or hear any way that any of this is ever going to change. All I know is is that you say if I pray for it, ask for it, and do the things that I'm supposed to do, that you'll deliver. And I have to remember that you deliver on your time, not mine. You know, And I have to remember that there are certain things that are happening out in front of me that need to occur so that the blessings for me can occur at the time they're supposed to. So it, uh, it really, it's hard, and I get it. So uh, just stay in faith, stay there, and, and I promise uh, even just the smallest, little, teeniest thing of faith, uh, you'll get there. And, and I, I don't know how it works, but it does, you know, and, uh, uh, most of it is, is staying in faith, you know, and, uh, it's hard to believe in something that, uh, you, you can't really see, you can't, God's not sitting there. I mean, the God does things that, that he puts out in front of you that, uh, there you go. Wow. That was pretty amazing. And, uh, 
you know, and, and then you, you, there's little miracles that happen now and again, and you just, uh, uh, you're going, wow, you know, and so I've kind of rambled there a little bit, sorry. Um, it's been a, it, for me, it's been a, it's been a tough few weeks just being totally honest and transparent. And I've, I've, I've struggled to hang on to my faith and, and this is me, uh, reaching out not only to be real with the people that follow me and the people that that listen to my podcast or write read my books is trying to say you know it, it's not it, it, no is it is every day a, a butterfly and rainbow no you know but you do everything that you can for it to the most of it to be that way and uh, so I just I just am praying for all of us that that we find our path, uh, that we find our way, and that we hold on to our faith even when we don't see a way. So I'm going to cut it off here, uh, mostly because my throat is really, really hurting, and uh, I feel like I'm beginning to to babble a little bit, so I don't want to uh, run you off saying, oh my God, this guy babbles so uh but i think that that's what keeps our show real and i think that's what uh keeps a good connection between me and the and and the folks that listen to me and i appreciate everybody who listens to me and i pray for your uh happiness all the time and i'm grateful for the support that you show the show and uh, i'm grateful uh supremely grateful for all the beautiful comments that you send me and share. So thank you very, very much. And uh, like always, uh, you can find all kinds of cool stuff at um, uh, at my website, robertbruton.com. And uh, you can leave me voice memos here on the show. Uh, if you want me to do a show about a certain thing, if you want to try to be a guest on my show, uh, if you... Uh, uh, Especially if you had a moment where you go, dude, man, I needed to hear that. Please let me know because you have no idea how much uh, <clears throat> that jazzes me up. And I appreciate it very much. Uh, if you can, there's a support uh, button on our show. If you can uh, show us some love, that's how we keep the show going. And uh, we appreciate everybody who... Uh, uh, sends in a buck or two every now and again to support the show. And for our longtime subscribers, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all. And if, uh, uh, if, if the show just means something to you and, uh, and you can just give a listen and that's the best that you can do, then I, that's the best for anybody. So, you know, that's, that's cool. So you just keep it, uh, Keep those earphones on and listen to the show as much and as often as you want. And I appreciate everybody. I do. All right. So this is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show. As always, I'm your host, Robert Bruton. Bye for now.